Hey, how's everyone doing? I hope everyone is doing pretty good. All right, so check it out. The next few weeks are going to be a little different in terms of how the podcast is set up. All right, so I really want to start digging in to some of the things that have allowed me to still be here. I mean, yes, some of the things are by coincidence, but those coincidences wouldn't have shown up had I not been doing a few things well, or at least on the track of doing a few things well already. All right, so the next three weeks are going to be focused on what I'm going to call the keys to success. All right, and now this is the keys to what have allowed me to be successful so far. All right, so I'm not saying, again, that I've already reached as high as I'm going to go, nor am I claiming that I have achieved, you know, a whole bunch of amazing things. But to me, the things that I have been a part of, the people I have met, and the things that we have done are quite amazing to me, especially when you consider that we started with nothing. All right, so please stay tuned and let me know what you think. You're listening to Building Three Pillars, the podcast for the aspiring entrepreneur. Let's go. everyone is doing well i know i already said that um but yeah just to touch base with you guys about what's been happening with me over the last week uh i mean nothing too crazy however i did have the opportunity to make it out to uh nky united titans football game this past weekend and they tore it up so i want to give a huge shout out to those guys and say congratulations on them advancing to the super bowl all right so i'm really looking forward to seeing how well these guys do um they put out a lot of effort a lot of heart they play with so much intensity, and it's such an honor to be associated with this organization. All right. And uh, yeah, like I said in the, uh, you know, pre-show comments or whatever they call that, <laughs> um, this next few weeks are going to be focused on what I'm going to call the keys to success. All right. So the thing I want to talk about first is relationships. And so, yeah, obviously we have relationships that extend beyond what we do at work. We have relationships at home. We have relationships, you know, with our online friends and all of those things. But I want to speak to the idea of how important it is to build great, solid relationships when you're someone who provides a service. Um, This video, or I shouldn't say this video, but this podcast, I think, will be great for anyone who is struggling to retain clients. Hopefully I can share some of the things I've stumbled upon and maybe you can apply them to what you're doing. All right. But before I get into that, I want to share a comment or a quote by Mark Cuban. The quote says, business happens over years and years. Value is measured in the total upside of a business relationship, not by how much you squeeze out in any one deal. All right. So Getting right to it, uh, the first thing I want to talk about when I think about, you know, building relationships is how this whole thing started. So as I've mentioned in multiple episodes, I started working at a big box gym. Um, When I went in, I, you know, had an idea of what it was I wanted to accomplish while I was there. The goal was to go in there, get comfortable working with other people in that particular capacity, um, get a better feel for how a session should go get a better feel of what it is to be uh, a civilian. You got to keep in mind, I was coming fresh out of the Marine Corps. And so my interactions and dealings with people were a little bit different than what I was going to be doing um, in what we call the civilian sector. My approach had to be a little different. My understanding and um, 
empathy, which I didn't really have too much of, or at least I wasn't aware of, um, needed to be modified and worked on. I just didn't know it yet. But those were things that me going to that big box gym allowed me to start working on. And, you know, getting back to the idea of relationships, while I was there, I stumbled upon the idea that if I am going to be successful and be able to maintain the um, the ability to meet up with these people, I need to do more than just be a robot. I need to do more than just say, do this, show them how to do this and stand there and count. You know, there has to be something else that's happening because I would sit back and I would watch others. I would sit back and see what they were doing. And sometimes it was robotic, but every now and then I would see someone masterfully coordinate a conversation and a lot of conversation to fill in the gaps while they transition from one machine to the next one area of the gym to the other area of the gym. And it occurred to me that you have to do something else besides stand there. <laughs> like if you're just standing there and just counting, they can do that on their own. I mean, obviously, yes, they can't see the things they're doing wrong, but there has to be something more. It took a while for that to set in. So I'm not going to lie to you all. When I first showed up, I was someone who lived by the clock. Now, if you work with me, you understand that I still do that. However, just imagine me living by the clock and not saying anything. Yeah, it, it was odd. I just didn't see it because I wasn't in their position, right? But over time, I realized that, hey, I mean, we need something to talk about. And at the time, I wasn't really focusing on anything other than trying to be a great trainer. And so everything I consumed at that moment was just learning about the business. I would literally sit at the uh, desk in the uh, trainer's area and just look at the computer and study all the files that they had in their own exercises, all the techniques, all of the um, I would even go into the sales department folders that were open to us. I would look and see what they were doing. I would, you know, go and conversate with the sales department members and ask them how they did their jobs. I didn't know it at that point, but I was already starting to work on relationships because it was something I would do quite often. Once I got comfortable talking to the uh, salespeople and my department trainer head, I realized like, hey, I can conversate with almost anybody because I didn't know any of the things these people were telling me. But I was able to, you know, um, carry the conversation when it was my turn to speak. I realized early that, especially being in the Marine Corps and getting out at the rank of sergeant, I was used to telling, not so much listening. And so that was something I needed to work on. And so I, you know, got involved with reading a few books. I wish I wrote the list down. Uh, one of them was on communication, obviously. Another one was on um, psychology. It was just about, you know, tips and things you could be mindful of to make yourself more present when someone is speaking to you. Um, I may or may not share some of those things as we progress through this podcast today. But again, I realized that my communication skills were um, needing some work. And so going into this whole idea of relationships, communication, all of us know communication is key. Most relationships fail from my experience because someone was either not listening or not expressing themselves enough. And sometimes they were only doing one and not realizing that conversation is a two way street. Right. If you can't listen, how do you know how to respond? That may mean you're just waiting to respond and not really listening. But that wasn't something I was always aware of. And so over time, I realized my communication skills needed some work. So, yeah, I would definitely challenge you to sit back and think about the interactions you're having with your people, your clients, your members, your friends. And evaluate 
the uh, the quality of it. Do you walk away feeling like you learned something? Do you walk away feeling like you contributed meaningfully? Do you walk away feeling like that person was heard? Do you walk away feeling like that person got something out of the uh, out of the conversation? All right, so that's all I'll say on communication, but really just be mindful of that. The other thing uh, that I mentioned earlier was empathy. So again, again, out of the Marine Corps, empathy wasn't something I was aware of, so to speak. I mean, I came out of the Marine Corps and my idea of being empathy what, or being empathetic was pretty much mixed up with sympathy. <laughs> I'd feel sorry for someone, not actually put myself in a position to understand where they were coming from. So that's where the line is drawn when you're comparing sympathy to empathy. I wasn't always aware of that, though. Um, being a personal trainer, I think from my experience that empathy plays a huge role in it. Um, at least if you plan on doing something with longevity, you know, again, having the experience of working around other trainers in different uh, capacities and having, you know, a whole breadth of experiences that I don't really cover in this podcast as far as my interaction with other trainers. I've had the ability to see what it's like when a trainer hasn't really bought into the idea that the person they're talking to is an actual human being with a whole history. And our goal as a trainer is to help them deal with that history, accept that history, and realize that they can change now and affect their present and hopefully create something that goes well into their future. That's our goal overall, right? But I don't think every trainer realizes that, at least not, you know, at the beginning. And it's covered in the textbooks, you know, all of the texts and classes, they cover our responsibilities. But when you're young, I think the excitement of just being able to do what you do and being worried about your own workout kind of crowd out the idea that this person in front of you has their own unique set of challenges. And it's our job as professionals to help them deal with them. Um, and I'd be lying if I said that was something I knew right off the top. Because, again, I came in like a robot. My idea was like, if I can do this, if someone else I know can do this and they were in poor shape than you or blah, 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 you should be able to do this, too. That was how I thought at the beginning. You know, I lacked the ability to put myself in that other person's shoes. But over the years, that has become one of my greatest tools. That has become one of the things that have allowed me to be more human. Um, it allowed me to not be so judgmental. It allowed me to really appreciate the effort that someone was giving and realizing that to them, that may be 100%. And that's okay. So... That was really something that I really had to, you know, deal with because I can't explain to you guys how frustrating it was to me back then. And sometimes when I catch myself forgetting that this job isn't about me, it's about the other person. But I mean, on that initial impact at the beginning, I didn't comprehend that at all. I was really so focused on getting the results. I got to get the results. If they're not performing well, I got to change it up. I got to make it harder, you know, and that's not always the case. Sometimes people just need you to listen. Sometimes people. <laughs> All right. So there's this thing that, you know, personal trainers say that um, we wear a lot of hats. You know, we're the psychiatrist. We're the freaking mentor. We're the uh, mediator. We're the personal trainer. We're, we, we fulfill a lot of roles. And I would almost, you know, go as far as saying we fill the roles that are absent 
in those people's lives if they didn't have us. I hope that makes sense. But what I mean by that is if they didn't have us in their corner, they probably wouldn't have this type of support at all. They wouldn't have the person that they can talk to about this, that, and the other. They wouldn't have the person that while they're trying to get their aggression out in the gym, they could also get that aggression out, you know, of their minds verbally. And just sometimes it just feels good to get things off your chest. And it does, doesn't always mean getting the weight off your chest, right? Um, but in a sense, yeah, it does. But just being empathetic and realizing that <clears throat> you're dealing with an actual human being. And yeah, they may not come to the gym with the idea of wanting to tear it up every single time. And that's okay. And their idea of tearing tearing it up may not be your idea of tearing it up. Um, but yeah, just keep that in mind, especially, you know, as you're progressing in whatever it is you do. Now, as I mentioned, I'm speaking solely from the perspective of a personal trainer. But I imagine the same thing can be said for other service providers, other people who task their clients with, hey, you know, after we have our yoga session it'll be helpful if you do these other things to help improve your poses or after we have our you know after you get your hair done it'll be important for you to make sure you use this type of conditioner blah 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 you know whatever your field is i'm sure there's times where you have interacted with someone even teachers you've interacted with someone you said in order for you to get better these are the things i need you to do only to find out that when they came back they didn't necessarily do those things and i imagine it, it can be some frustration involving that on the professional's end I just, you know, have really come to terms with the idea that a little bit of empathy can go a long way. All right. That's all I'll say about that. Um, The next thing that I was thinking about, you know, when it comes to building relationships and something I struggle with tremendously. And sometimes I still have to, you know, do exercises in my mind to keep myself present, um, which is being present. Right. <laughs> so that third part of, you know, great relationships from my experience is being able to be present in the moment. So just to give everyone an idea of what my days usually consist of, um, as I mentioned earlier, I live by the clock, right? So once I'm done with this session, I'm usually either heading to the next session, about to go work on a website, about to get on a phone call. You know, there's always something that needs to be done. And on some days, for instance, my Wednesday, my Wednesdays are extremely busy. Like uh, this Wednesday, so tomorrow, I have seven sessions. And along with those seven sessions, I still have to drive to those different places. I still have to um, make sure that I bring the right type of equipment in or out, depending on the situation. Um, and I still have to make sure that I take care of the phone calls and text messages and emails that occur, you know, throughout the course of a day. And so it could be really easy to start thinking about what I have to do next and forgetting that my job is to be here to be here right now um and maybe that's something you can speak to as well but i know for myself it is so easy to get so caught up in what's coming that sometimes i overlook what's here so just be present i notice that when i'm present in the moment that time goes by faster i notice when i'm present in the moment it's easier to communicate I notice when I'm present in the moment, I can pick up on the cues that that person is giving off to let me know that I need to step back and maybe not be so assertive. Maybe that person needs an extra 15 seconds. Maybe that person needs me to modify the exercise because they're just having a day. Um, but had I not been aware enough to be present in the moment, those are things I would miss out on. I may misinterpret their lack of effort or I shouldn't say their lack of effort, but their ability to not give as much energy as a lack of effort or a lack of trying. And that's not always the case. All right. So, again, 
I just wanted to give you guys my two cents on uh, how important it is to make sure that you're building great relationships, no matter what type of business or endeavor you find yourself in. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has a quote that I really like. He says, saying hello doesn't have an ROI. It's about building relationships. And yeah, I mean, that's really is what it comes down to. Before I end this podcast, I want to just tell a story. Uh, Once upon a time, (laughs) you always know it's going to be crazy when it starts off like that. And this is real life. But it wasn't really that long ago. It was a couple years ago. I had attempted to bring a team together, right? Um, We had all these great ideas, but it just wasn't our time. We'll just say that. But even back then, I remember having conversations with the trainers that were working with me. And I remember us sitting down and talking about the things that we thought led to great turnouts with our, our members. And the thing I shared with them was relationships. I really do feel that our job as service providers, as um, even business owners, you know, even if you think about your Walmart, their goal is to have a great relationship with their community so that people will want to come shop there. When you think about your local fast food chain, yeah, we all have our horror stories, but ultimately their goal is to provide a good enough service that when you think about going to get something quick, you think about them. And that can only be done Obviously, I mean, convenience (laughs) speaks volumes, but we're more likely to want to go back to that same place if we had a great experience while we were there. Um, So relationships. I remember telling my team that we're in the business of building relationships. It just so happens that we also know how to work out. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, take that and do what you will with it. But just remember, at the end of the day, our success, or I should say the success that I've seen so far has largely depended on the ability to build relationships. And that just really comes down to being human, Um, understanding that everyone has their own shit and it's not up to you to determine how they should handle their shit. So that's all I'll say today. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, Please, if you haven't already, stop by and check out the website, www.3pillarsfit.com llc.com man i almost messed that one up so it's still relatively new to me i'll make sure i put that in the comments as well um and of course check out our facebook check out our tiktok uh the facebook and the tiktok are both three pillars um just type that in for the tiktok is the number three pillars mbs for the facebook it's the actual spelling of the number three pillars uh fitness llc All right. So, yeah, check us out again. Let me know what you think. And hopefully this is something that you can rock with. Hopefully it's something even if you're not in business, you can put in your back pocket and maybe make it a little easier. I don't know if I said a little, maybe make it a little easier to, you know, um, deal with people who (laughs) may rub you the wrong way. Just remember, sometimes we all just need a little grace. But uh, again, that's all I have for you guys. As always, keep pushing. Your greatness awaits.